The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, players? This is the talk of champions, franchise player. Always boss player. Forever. Welcome into another edition of Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast with the old Miss Spirit and Inside the Rebels. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter, and he's David Johnson at Rebels247. Hey, buddy. How are you, Ben? I'm kind of feeling, I don't know, in a funk today. Get me fired up for some old Miss stuff. It's hump day, man. It's it's Wednesday. Um, you know, the old Miss news of late ha- you know, hasn't necessarily been great. There's a lot of concern out there for Hunter Elliott right now. All I know is it's not it's not great news, and, and they're definitely worried about it. He's not going to pitch yeah. in the Maryland series, but I think it could go longer than that. Much longer. Yeah, you know, we don't have any finality in terms of uh, the MRI. You know, as we're recording this right now, but everything you hear is kind of with a grimace and a head shake. You know, they're off to a four and zero start, partly because Hunter pitched so well against Delaware over the weekend. Will he pitch again? You know, that's that's what we're waiting to see. Yeah, fortunately for Ole Miss, offensively, they're so good. And pitching-wise, while a lot of the talent is unproven, the talent is there. The depth of talent is there. And I I wonder if that might have been why the Hunter stuff, once he started feeling some type of way after his start on Friday, I wonder if that kind of partially played into the decision to not throw Mason Nichols over the weekend because you need a contingency. It's still weird not to see him. And then T.J. Quinn started against Arkansas State. So – Tough spot to be in after the opening weekend. I mean, this is your ace pitcher. I mean, this is a big deal. But Ole Miss does have some bullets still left to fire in the gun. It's just, unfortunately, a lot of it's unproven. And 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 we don't know for sure he's not going to pitch against Maryland. Mike said he's not going to throw in that, in that regular slot, I believe. Um, so if everything comes back good and he's feeling okay, maybe you see him Saturday or Sunday. Um, doubtful. I doubt that. But um, – but maybe we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed and knock on some wood along the way. But as far as how it changes, it does. It obviously changes the uh, trajectory of what you thought of Ole Miss baseball even last week. I still think that uh, this is a team that ought to be in Omaha. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. And I, I think it's just the unfortunate thing, what's really a kick in the gut is you already have two pitchers that you were planning on or at least factoring in that are on the shelf 
with Tommy John surgery with Riley Maddox and Josh Mallis. Now that hasn't ha- happened with Hunter Elliott, but it's now another pitcher that you're hoping to rely on and planning to rely on that's got arm trouble, soreness, or mu- like something tightness in his throwing arm that's keeping him from being his full accomplished self. So that sucks. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways, Hunter is is kind of the face of the program. Tupelo guy, you know, Mississippi kid, great success on a national stage. We wish him nothing but the best. We hope the news is good. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, looks like there looks like there's going to be a coaching search here in, in a few weeks, probably a quick one. Chris Beard is either a candidate or not a candidate. I don't think either one of us have talked to Keith Carter to ask him that question. Well, um, even if you did, he's not going to say anything about it. Not really anything substantive. Well, I think I think it'd be a fair question if he wanted to rule him out. I think that's fair to everyone. No, he's not a candidate. Um, I just think it's going to take a special hire to turn things around here. It, it, it's going to. It's been 114 years of the NCAA tournament. Ole Miss has been nine times. Nine times. Sound like Rooney and Ferris Bueller. Nine. Oh my God! It's 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 just it's frightening when you look at the overall history of everything. It's like the old question with Ole Miss baseball. It looks so easy for everybody else to get to Omaha and to compete for a national championship. Teams that were comparable, Mississippi State, whoever it might be, and you were so frustrated as an Ole Miss fan because you're like, how can all these other teams have it figured out? At least occasionally, Alabama wasn't a basketball school. Never. They just decided they wanted to get serious about it, made the right hire and invested in it from a fan perspective and an NIL perspective, and they've taken off. I'm not saying Ole Miss could be Alabama and be number one one day, but my God, there's got to be a happy medium between what Ole Miss is right now and number one in the country with a turnaround and making the right hire, making the right investment everywhere. You get what I'm saying? It's like been forever that everybody else has got it figured out. Oh, well, everybody else can go to the SEC championship oh. game in football. Everybody else can at least go to the NCAA tournament two out of five years. Here, here's what's hanging in the balance for Keith Carter in hiring the next basketball coach at Ole Miss, Ben. It's a roll of the dice of does this extremely deep hole get deeper? Because if this guy doesn't work out and you're doing it again in four years, that's not good. Yeah, it's this endless cycle. Or, or do you do you gamble on somebody? Maybe think outside the box on the hire and bring a guy in here that's going to electrify things. I I mean, look, you take the pavilion crowd Saturday. That's the most, I mean, Sunday, the most charged up atmosphere I've seen inside the pavilion for a women's basketball game. 6,500 plus inside the pavilion, Ole Miss's all-time high attendance in playing an SEC opponent inside that building, compare that to what you saw Saturday with Ole Miss hosting arch-rival Mississippi State and how much maroon was in that building versus how many Ole Miss fans. You can do that for your men's basketball program, but you can't do it, uh, you know, with Johnny Rimshot, who nobody knows and is going to come in here and ho-hum his way through press conferences and – You've well, got the concern to back when they hired Kermit or when they moved on from Andy, you remember the, all the conversations about 
well, what if this is the best it can be for Ole Miss basketball on a year-to-year basis as far as yeah. consistency? And, 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 you know, you want the safest bet on the books tonight. You know, give take uh, give Ole Miss the points and take Auburn. Yeah, I, I think if you've been betting against Ole Miss, Ole Miss was a favorite against a bunch of teams. If you just took the other team straight up, you've been making money all year. All year, all year long. And, you know, it's not just on the court. It's what's going on off the court. And, you know, I, I think in a lot of ways, you know, Kermit's been given a get-out-of-jail-free card for what in the hell's going on off the court. You know, I mean, your, your best down player left the team. He left the team. He said yeah. enough. Yeah. And look, I understand that cuts both ways, and there are two sides to every coin. But but that's the bottom line. He's no longer available to you. Well, at least one Ole Miss basketball mystery, I think, has been solved for us. Go the ahead. disappearance of Anthony Boone's, quote, retired jersey. Apparently okay. that wall, according to a Twitter user, is for all Americans and not retired jerseys. Ah, okay, okay. But now we know. But there's – I don't think there's any number or anything in there indicating. There's no recognition anywhere for retired jerseys, really. Yeah. Ole Miss's biggest recognition of its greatest accomplishments is just celebrating its handful of All-Americans in basketball. That just sucks. I'm ready to hang multiple banners with the NCAA tournament. That's all. That's a good-looking wall. It's one of my favorite parts of the pavilion. They did that right. And speaking of which, there needs to be a ring of honor inside the vault. Yes. Come on, man. I love it. I mean, what, what, what's wrong with that? And look, every year, you can unveil five more. Yeah, and, and the I'm marketing gonna... opportunity for that would be insane. Oh, it would be huge. Give me some Ole Miss good news. That's what I told you. I started out in a funk. I, I think you got to talk women's basketball right now. They've lost two in a row in the SEC, but that loss, those losses came at LSU, Sunday at home against undefeated top-ranked South Carolina in overtime. Um, she's got them playing well. They're playing extremely well. Uh, latest bracketology, they go in the NCAA tournament as a number eight seed. They've got an opportunity to up that with Missouri and Alabama left. You win those two, win a couple of games at the SEC tournament. You know, I could see this team going in as high as a six. And um, What's the know, highest seeding Ole Miss has ever had in women's basketball? I would think back when Van Chancellor was coaching, you know. I like mean, the Carroll Rawls team that went to the Elite Eight, were they a six or better? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I would think Chancellor probably had them as a top three seed a couple of times, I would guess. And then Carol Ross, as you mentioned, had a great team as well. I don't think they were seeded extremely high. I could be wrong. But um, – but – you know, Yo has done a fantastic job. She's done. She exactly. really has. She really has. I mean, when you look at it, especially if you juxtapose it up against the men. Um, but year five, I mean, the first two years were building. Year three, they get to the NIT all the way to the championship game of the NIT. Year four, an NCAA tournament berth. Year five, an NCAA tournament berth, and they're gonna. Depending on what bracket they get in, 
I could see this being a sweet 16 team. See, and that's why I'm very bullish about there not being any excuses, really, despite the disadvantages for any sport on campus. Now, Ole Miss basketball faces tougher headwinds than most programs, probably more than any other program. But I remember how completely just nothing women's basketball was before you. And she took a program that had nobody in the stands, that had no talent, had no hope. Is this is two out of five years or three out of five years? And that's about the hit rate that it should be as an Ole Miss yeah. basketball fan. Three out of yeah. five, two out of five isn't a lot. Yeah, in the first two years she was here, you really can't blame her. No. Because she was building and assembling and laying out the plan, if you will. And these last three years, I mean, she's created nothing but excitement. And um, I got a question for you. If Lane Kiffin is the portal king, is Yo not the portal queen? Yep. I mean, you got to look at what she has done with, with portal players. That's the thing. Another, well, not just the thing. It's one of the things because I feel like all I've done for the last week is bitch and complain about Ole Miss basketball. But that's one thing that I just do not get. That is an easily accessible and potentially fruitful avenue for coaches to rebuild rosters seemingly overnight. And his hit rate, Kermit's hit rate in the portal has just not been great. And the best player, or most productive at least, Jarkel was ran off, and now he's dropping triple doubles at NC State, for Christ's sake. Look at Yo's roster. Brooke Moore from Purdue. Maya Taylor from Mississippi State. Marquisha Davis, Arkansas. Destiny Salary, Tennessee. Angel Baker, Wright State. And Angel Baker is the best player on the Ole Miss team. Um, it's a targeted uh, approach to the portal. Taya Singleton, Rutgers. Yeah, Ilana, these aren't like the, the highest of high players, you know, necessarily in the portal. Ilana Eaton came from Arkansas. And then Rita Ibakwe from Pitt. I mean, Pitt. she's going all over the country. And some of these girls were some of the highest rated high school recruits in the country, but things didn't work out for them where they were, or they decided, Hey, I want a change of scenery. And man, she reloaded through the portal and, and, and really doesn't get enough recognition because if you really want to judge a portal class, you judge it by its production. Okay. And, I mean, I challenge anybody to find a better portal class than what Yo has brought in to Ole Miss over the last two years. I remember covering Maya Taylor as a high schooler. Her uh, then coach at Olive Branch is a buddy of mine. And I went and talked to her and Dude Column and DJ Jeffries at Olive Branch all in one fell swoop. She signed with Mississippi State, five-star out of high school. She was unbelievable at Olive Branch, point guard, signed with Mississippi State when they were the number one team in the country. And everybody wanted Maya Taylor. She signed with State. And she had a good career, solid career, but she wasn't a superstar at Mississippi State. And she comes here for her one-year penalty-free transfer, and she's a key cog to a machine that's operating and, and going full speed oh, she, ahead. She, she played know? lights out Sunday against yeah. South Carolina. And then, you know, you look at, the, look at the women's roster. There is one freshman on the entire roster. Her name is Ayana Thompson, and she's getting quality minutes as a true freshman. And, you know, Yo told me a couple of years ago, she was like, 
I, I'm really through with high school recruiting. I don't I mean, blame her. And Kermit should have done the same thing. Lane's kind of done the same thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And That's I, mean, what I don't so, understand. It's old, at Ole Miss, you have this avenue that you did not have before where you could actually be proactive and be a leading school and a leading option for second chance opportunities with really good players because you're not going to beat out Georgia and Alabama or the Blue Bloods, whoever they are in whatever particular sport. You're not going to beat out those teams for the best of the best. You're not going to fill a 25-man roster or 25-man recruiting class with four and five stars. That's just not going to happen. But you don't have to have that to be successful. And I remember asking Kermit over and over and over and over and over again about the balance of the portal in high school. And he's always been very stubbornly committed to signing a good collection of high school players and being selective in the portal. And I would argue that's a completely regressive line of line of thinking because high school players are, are going to take time, no matter who they are to come in and really contribute to winning. And in your do or die year, you brought in Amari Abram, who I love, but you know, he's a freshman and TJ Caldwell freshman, all of these different players when it would have probably been more advantageous for you to go around and not necessarily target the top 10 portal guys out of 300 that get in or whatever it might be, but go find a guy at Wright State or or Rutgers or like you mentioned, all those schools that, yes, they're coveted transfers, but you don't have to hit home runs, just hit enough doubles and you can have a 10-run inning. Yeah, makes sense to me, makes sense to you. And, um, makes sense to Kiffin. You know, I, I can't wait to see what she does over this offseason, you know, and who else she may be bringing in. I mean – Goodness gracious. You know, she brings in Angel Baker from Wright State. Okay. Now, there's you a, a blue-collar player that uh, I'm sure a lot of schools weren't salivating over. And she goes out and gets Angel Baker, and Angel Baker's the best player on this team. With apologies to Madison Scott, the McDonald's All-American, who I think is really the heart and soul of this team, Angel Baker is the best player. And – um you know, Yo had an eye to to be able to do that and brought her in. And, you know, this collection of misfits, if you will, they're kicking butt. I don't give a shit who it is. I just want it to be not the same milk toast hire that we're used Correct. to almost basketball making. You could not have said that better for me. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm saying. Look, somebody on the board said I was advocating for Chris Beard. And I didn't deny that, but but I'm advocating for not the milk toast guy. Don't give me more of the milk toast guy. If you want to hire a damn Boy Scout and lose basketball games, don't make a coaching change. You've got to get somebody on the edge, the cutting edge. If of you're something. Coach, it could be recruiting. It could be the yeah, portal. Yeah. It could be a certain yeah, type of offensive pace. If Ole Miss was being competitive with a fun style of play, it'd make it a lot easier to swallow to only have two wins and 14 SEC games because at least then they're a fun kind of bad. Ole Miss isn't a fun kind of anything. What's the most consistent criticism we hear about Ole Miss basketball? More than anything, outside of the losing. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have a score. They're not you fun know. to watch. They're boring. Well, it's not entertaining. No. I don't want to say I don't care that they're playing hard because I do. I appreciate they're playing hard, but at the end of the day, that, that gets you right where you are. A team that plays hard and loses, you know, just don't bring in the milk toast five foot five, 50 year old white guy who uh, 
can't relate in the recruiting world and uh, has won 20 games a year for the last 20 years at Peoria State. If there's ever been a program where you could really just try some crazy shit, it's this Ole Miss Miss basketball. Yes. uh, 100%. Why would you not? Like, who cares? Just try it. You know, and I've I've seen posts jokingly saying, well, just let Yo coach the men. Hire a woman. I don't care. I I mean, that would be cutting edge to an extent. Um, But you got to do something. You have to do something. Yeah, something. I I mean, you've got this beautiful arena, the pavilion, that is basically rotting away. I, I mean, the women are doing what they can, but the main product for it, well, it, it's not performing. And, you know, when you're not performing, whether it's your job or your marriage or whatever, you know, something's got to give. And, and the give has gotten here. And now it's up to Keith to bring in a guy who is going to roll his sleeves up get dirty and make everybody laugh, smile and have a good time along the way <laughs> and sell tickets, get people in the seats. I mean, look, I, and I've said this before, but the afternoon that North Alabama came in here and beat us, I knew it was over. It was over at that point because North Alabama, God bless them. You know, they're not a powerhouse. But they were hungry for the win when they came into the SEC arena. And by God, we gave it to them. We just gave it to them. And from then on, it's uh, it's been downhill the rest of the way. I wish there was a magical uh, ski slope coming up where the Rebels were going to jump and soar. Uh, there isn't. We all know how this is going to end. And um, it's not going to be pretty. But, you know... Keith, your job is starting right now. It's been starting. You know, get the right man for the for the job. That's the bottom line. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Your national champions are back for another exciting year of Ole Miss baseball. Show your support for both Ole Miss baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation by signing up for the Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday, allocated into your blue priority point total, and are up to 90% tax deductible. So sign up today by visiting givetoathletics.com slash donate. That's givetoathletics.com slash donate, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662 915-7159. That's Ole Miss Baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. 662-915-7159. And Ole Miss fans, Morgan Wallen is bringing his One Night at a Time tour to Vaught-Hemingway Stadium April 22nd and April 23rd. Tickets for both nights are still available and start at just $78. To purchase, visit morganwallen.com. That's morganwallen.com. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. 
Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a new year, and that means setting new goals for yourself and your family. And there's no better time to throw financial goals into the mix. Because the past year has been stressful for lots of people, me included. So why not take this opportunity to reevaluate where you are financially and where you want to be down the road? And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group and wants to help you set your financial goals and work towards a more secure financial future. So give them a call today at 662-296-0186 for a no-cost consultation. 
That's Thomas Chandler at 662-296-0186 to get started today on your journey to financial health today. What won't we learn during spring football? Number one, the quarterback battle. Look, it's designed to carry over into fall camp. So, you know, expect expecting to go into spring practice and leaving the Grove Bowl, knowing that um, Jackson Dart is the starter or Spencer Sanders or Walker Howard has passed Dart on the depth chart, you're not going to know that. And things will be designed so that you don't know that, period. Uh, that's going into fall camp. Quinshawn Judkins, I mean, I think we'll be lucky to see him get a couple of carries this spring. Um, you're, you're, you're not going to uh, you're, you're not going to roll your star guy out there and risk injury. And, and, and the reason I say that is, you know, it's the NFL approach, right? Um, you know, they're going to protect him. They're going to protect a lot of the guys they're going to be depending upon in the fall. So, you know, getting a lot of answers. And look, I don't know that we're going to get a full slate of what Pete Golding's got in store on the defensive side of the football. I don't think that, that you're going to see it all. When they're working on it, it'll be when when there, there aren't eyes on them. Um, so, yeah, I think everything that you think you know, when spring ball comes to a conclusion, three practices after the Grove Bowl, by the way, um, if you ever wanted to know if the Grove Bowl was just a glorified scrimmage, there you have it. Um, be very careful with what you think you know, because um, Lane Kiffin's not in the business of letting anybody know anything that he doesn't have to particularly his opponents. One positive thing I'm looking forward to watching this spring is the last guy in this class, the, the, the JUCO linebacker, Jameer Lewis, out of Southwest Mississippi Community College. Um, you know, Jameer is an interesting case, Ben, in that he was a full qualifier coming out of Macomb High School. And Cliff Collins, the head coach at Southwest, knew Jameer didn't have the four-year offers he wanted. So he took the approach of come play for me. When you get the offer you want, I'll help you get to the school you want to get to. Plays one season down at Southwest, and here comes Pete Golding and Ole Miss, and they gobble him up. And, you know, I was asking Cliff the other day, and that's Chris Collins' brother. If you don't remember, uh, Cliff Collins played defensive back at Ole Miss, I think 2000, 2001, I said, you know, most JUCO coaches, they get in this mode of where they want to hide guys. They don't want to lose a superstar that has another year of eligibility moving on to a four-year school. I said, what happened there? And he was like, well, to be honest with you, that's how I recruited Jameer. You know, come play for me. And when the time comes and you have the right offer, you go. That's the right that, approach right there. It, it, it is. It is absolutely the right approach. And, you know, I was, I was just super proud to hear that um, because I, I, I know cases, I won't call names, where JUCO coaches have done all they can to hide players or even threaten the four-year school. You come down here and get him now, you'll never get another player of mine. I'll make sure of that. It's um, selfish stupidity. 
it is. It is. And, and, you know, Cliff Collins didn't bounce that way. He should be commended for it. And, uh, but I asked him as well. I was like, Cliff, who, who does Jameer Lewis remind you of? Benny did not hesitate. He said, he is the next Willie Gay. He said, I was an assistant coach at East Mississippi when Willie was at Starkville High School. And he said, I saw Willie play a lot. He said, obviously, I'm familiar with Jameer. He said, this is a kid that's going to end up in the NFL. And he is like a cookie cutter version of Willie Gay. And we all saw what Willie Gay did down in Starkville throughout his college career. I cannot wait to see Jameer Lewis lined up. I think that kid is going to be the answer to one of Pete Golding's starting linebackers. I Whoa. Really do. I do. I don't think I'm stretching the truth there. That's a bold prediction for spring ball. Give me another one. While we're on this train, let's ride this train. Oh, man. Okay. Um, another bold prediction, huh? Yeah, you had Jameer Lewis as a potential starter for Ole Miss at linebacker. I love that. Okay, the question I would ask is who's going to be the fifth starter on the Ole Miss offensive line? Mason right? Brooks selected number four overall by Memphis in the USFL draft. Well, congratulations. Yeah, I just okay. want to throw that out there. Okay. Good for him. I'm just saying. It's yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We celebrate success on this podcast, too. There you go. Uh, but but who's going to step in? I, I mean, I, I think you're good to say Jeremy James, Caleb Warren, Come on, help me out here. Uh, Jaden oh Williams, God. Micah Pettis. Jaden Williams and Micah Pettis at the tackles. Those four guys, they're going to start. Who's the fifth guy? Is it Eli Acker's time? I would think Eli Acker would be the guy. You know, yeah, I know they went out and got Vic Kearney and they got the kid from UAB. I, I, I don't know if either one is, is as good as Acker yet. So my money would be on Eli Acker right there. That'd be my second prediction. And look, I, I, here's a bold prediction for you. I think after next week's NFL Combine, Tavius Robinson will be the first Ole Miss Rebel off the board. Whoa! I, I think Zach Evans is going to be the first off the board. Zach's going to be a top three round pick. You think about all the predictions we've made, not just <laughs> us, everybody has made on the NFL draft and where Rebels will go throughout the years. Yeah. San Tavius Robinson will go before – Nick Broker, Zach Evans, Malik Heath, and Jonathan Mingo is not that big of a stretch. He's got something you can't coach, six foot seven height. Some NFL teams love the height on the defensive line coming off the edge. I love him. I think he's the first rebel off the board. And uh, may, I may be wrong, but I think he is. Yeah, Zach, like Zach Evans is going to prove you wrong on that one, buddy. But, but look, look, you're looking at it wrong. You're looking at just on what he did at Ole Miss, they're looking at it like, how can this guy help our team? But that's not yeah. what I'm looking at. Because Zach Evans was here for a year. I'm looking purely on upside and talent, and Zach Evans is still that dude. A lot of dudes just like Zach Evans in the draft. There aren't a lot of guys just like Tavius Robinson. That is that's fair. That is, that is fair because edge is far harder to find than running backs. Running backs is the most devalued position in, in the NFL. Six-foot seven edge that is not afraid to collapse down and make tackles on the interior. He did it during the Reese's Senior Bowl all day long. I mean, I'm looking up. There's Tavius shooting in from the edge, making a tackle in the center depth. And, you know, I, I just – I love those arms. I love how he bats passes down. 
I'm banking an NFL team is going to love that as well. I got a bold prediction. It's not even bold. We're going to go into the season again, still not knowing who almost the starting quarterback is. No, you're 100% right. I think you're right. Now, I will say this, though. You better decide it after the Mercer game because week two is too late. And um, somebody's got to be your guy for that game. They're, they're going to be in the top 25. Too serious of an opponent to take lightly. Not the Tulane team that that came to Oxford in 2021 and we beat 60-something to whatever. Um, it's a totally different team. And uh, Bold prediction. Jackson Dart starts Mercer. Spencer Sanders starts Tulane. I could go with that. I could see that. I could. It's basically could. what Jackson and Luke did last year except on steroids. <laughs> you know, yeah, flipped, flipped around. Exactly. Yeah, it's a little different here. I could see that. And Sanders plays against Mercer and Dart plays against Tulane. I could see that. Yeah. Bold prediction. If Ole Miss hasn't had the season it was hoping for after losing to Alabama or maybe Alabama and Georgia, bold prediction, Walker Howard is starting some games at the end of the year in that scenario. Yep, I think so. I do. Because, um, you know, you're, you're, you know, if you lose those games – you're, you're, you're playing for the future, right? I mean, I mean, that's, that's what you're doing. You're getting your guy ready. And but does uh, Lane operate that way? I don't know if he necessarily operates that way. Maybe philosophically he changes a little bit. and doesn't think I just got to win as many as I, I can. So I can potentially get out of here. Maybe he is playing for the future a little bit. Uh, I, I think that ship has sailed. Okay. That's I, really I think Lane is here now for a while. You know, if Ole Miss goes seven and five or six and six this year, he, he's not the hot ticket item anymore. And Ole Miss is paying him nine-plus million dollars a year. And most of it, I think, is guaranteed for six years. So that makes hiring him away a little bit more difficult. And I, I, I'm not worried about Lane Kiffin not coaching this team in 2024. Let me say that. Started this day in a funk, but I feel better now. We talk some Ole Miss football. Hope springs eternal. You need a plaque outside the pavilion that says "Hope springs eternal." <laughs> but in basketball, it's just no. It'd be more. Uh, what is that Shawshank quote? Shawshank Redemption. An interactive button where Morgan Freeman could record that. He could say that, and you could listen to it. Hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can drive a man. That needs to be on the wall of the pavilion. <laughs> I love it. Hope. Oh, my God. Is oh, my God. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman can narrate it. Right? What are we doing? Yes. That would be uh, – that'd be pretty funny. We got um, him in the stands. Pull him out there say, hope is a dangerous thing. But welcome to another season of women's <laughs> basketball. But look, look, it's not funny, okay? It's it not is, though. It's, it's damn right depressing and embarrassing. But, David, the, there's such a thin line between comedy and tragedy. Is this the most important hire Keith Carter has yet to make? Oh, yes. If, once, if and when it comes open, yes. Yes. Or, or does nobody really give a shit as long as Lane is winning in football? Well, that's always going to be the case. But as far as how we view Keith and what he's judged on in the end, this will be bigger because Lane Kiffin, a lot of fans – once they start to consider his entire resume, they'll say, well, Lane Kiffin was a layup. I could have hired Lane Kiffin. Keith is, is kind of teetering as far as 
how we perceive him and how we consider his full body of work. This is his sport. He played it at Ole Miss. He's an all-time great. He was 1B to Ross's 1A um, in hiring Kermit. This is what you'll be judged on. So when you do have to inevitably make another hire again, because that's what you as an AD does, we'll know how to view it. And it will come down to this. You know what, though? Our basketball team, and apologies up front to any other players that take this the wrong way. But we lack personality in our roster. And, I mean, I go back to the days of, you know, when Keith Carter was on the floor. People loved Keith Carter. Mike White was on the floor. Marshall. Mike White. Raheem Lockhart. Uh, uh, what was it? Jason Flanagan. Oh my God. We all love those guys. Five foot you know, five. Jason Harrison hitting the shot against Notre Dame. Oh yeah, Harrison. Harrison. I meant Jason Harrison. Well, Jason Flanagan uh, was great too. He was, he was yeah. a point guard for those days. And, and then Raheem Lockhart. I mean, big Raheem. I mean, you know, we need some personality out there. You know, I, I'm, I'm missing tons of names. Chris Warren. I mean, those guys were fun. It was Ansu Cisse. You know, and now it's like we've got a bunch of robots. Kerman is programmed. But that's losing, David. That's losing. Losing does that. Because there were some great personalities on losing teams. I mean, Marshall's last year, his career ended unceremoniously. So it's less about – like the personalities come out when you win. At the end of all things, you got to win games. I I don't know how I forgot Marshall Henderson out of all of that. I mean, Marshall Henderson – probably has sold more tickets to Ole Miss basketball games than anybody ever. And, and you know what? That's the kind of personality you need at the head of that program. You know, I want somebody that, that their guy is going to hit a three-pointer and he's jumping in front of the Auburn table, pointing at his lapel pin. Hey, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, come on. I mean, you got to have that kind of you know, gusto. We got yeah. this guy's got to have the it factor. It doesn't have to. You don't have to try to recreate the magic that was Marshall Madness every single year because it's impossible. That was a generational thing. That was Not a special thing. But you at least know what the playbook is. You know what the formula is. What Ole Miss yeah. needs to be nationally relevant. Big personalities, gimmicky uh, offense. Ole Miss look, shot three on three on three on three on three under Marshall. He set a new record in the SEC. He had the greenest of green lights. LeBron tweeted about it. So that's what I'm talking about with gimmicks. That's what I talked about yesterday on the podcast with Zach. That's what I'm saying now with basketball. It can't be milk toast. It has to be gimmicky. It has to be big. And it and you don't have to like – Marshall came from an obscure junior college. Now, a lot of that had to do with his troubled past. But you can go find guys that make you interesting. Almost isn't interesting. And the worst thing you can be in college athletics in 2023 uninteresting. is uninteresting. No milk toast hire. Look, you can't hire Kermit Davis again. You can't do that. You've got to go extreme opposite of whatever led you to hire Kermit. You cannot do that again. No, no indictment of Kermit. He's indicted himself. But you cannot hire that type of guy again where we're going to build. We're going to recruit the high schools. We're going to develop players. You can't do it. You can't Bring somebody in that says, Ole Miss is here to be the bad guys of college basketball. That's what Ole Miss should have embraced a long time ago. With Marshall and all that kind of stuff, that could have been your gimmick. We're the bad guys of college basketball. But for some reason, the people who make the decisions at Ole Miss have always thought that Ole Miss was better than certain things, which is just freaking asinine. 
doing it the right way and the boys are screw all that go be the raiders of, of college basketball and go hire a coach they'll come in and say yeah we're building a fence around the portal do that yeah that's what you've got to do i mean look i've got two kids with degrees from old miss we're not the harvard of the south oh we, we got to play nice or we got to do it the right way it's the same thing with the ncaa investigation when ross was like uh you know we're we're, we're cooperating with the sec and greg sankey and greg sankey's been just a tremendous leader. Greg Sankey didn't give two shits about old mister that NCAA investigative case. He wanted his hands out of it. Well, and the truth be known, Ross played the whole thing for Ross, okay? Yeah. Who won? Ross. Ross. Got a big fat contract, new job, Texas A&M. Yeah, Ross won. Again, I'm not advocating Chris Beard. I don't know Chris Beard, but hire somebody interesting that is going to sell tickets, that is going to – create excitement that is going to get you 6,000 fans on a Wednesday afternoon when North Alabama's here. No milk toast hires. This has been another edition of Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast of the Ole Miss Spirit and Inside the Rebels. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. Check out my stuff at the Ole Miss Spirit on three, and you can check out David's stuff at Inside the Rebels 247. If you haven't already subscribed, review Talk of Champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. Thank you, my friend. No milk toast, hotty toddy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.